cattle mutilation is the phenomenon encompassing the killing and mutilation of cattle under unusual and mysterious circumstances. But could it simply be natural decomposition or normal predators, as some suggest? Or perhaps it is cults or secretive governmental and military agencies? Or could it be some more otherworldly intervention at play? Please note that this episode contains discussion of a graphic and sensitive nature that some listeners may find disturbing. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Aliens Export podcast. Uh, My name is Neil, and I'm joined this evening by... Stu Jackson. Stu Jackson. Hello. <laughs> uh, sorry, I should say I'm Neil Kelly, and um, the the uh, the topic for discussion this episode is uh, cattle mutilation. Yeah, it's a bit of a gory topic. This one, isn't it? It's, it's a, a it, it's, it's an odd one. Yes. Yeah. So, what so did uh, you? Um, so we've gone off and done our research. Um, I, yeah. I, I, Stupidly did mine just before dinner. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what what did you... So, so this is a phenomenon that you'd not come across before, isn't it, Neil? Um, well, I had heard of animals being mutilated. Um, I, I think it was um, goat ripping, which was blamed on, on Satanists. Uh, I mean, in fact, um, some of the, the, the cattle mutilation here was, for a while, blamed on, blamed on the activities of, of Satanists doing it for whatever reason um yes. interestingly cattle mutilation or animal mutilation um according to wikipedia it dates all the way back to 1606 and the reign of james the first when these um mysterious mutilations started to occur well, that was certainly when it was first when, when there's a record of it first mm. being reported um you know in, in many respects i liken that a bit to the crop circle phenomenon Mm. Uh, where you've got a, a similar sort of uh, a report from probably around the same sort of time when they talk about the lawn mowing devil, <laughs> you know. Oh, they're, they're, sorry, the mowing devil, not the lawn mowing devil. The mowing so. devil <laughs> sounds like a brand name. Mm. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so it's clear that to me then that something like this has been around. It's been with us. For, mm hundreds hundreds of years well un- unexplained deaths and mutilations of livestock 
basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I read one report, I think it was an FBI investigator saying that typically there are, there are three causes of death of livestock. There's, there's basically accidents, eating poisonous plants, drowning in rivers, getting struck by lightning, that sort of thing. Um, there's predation, um, certainly mm-hmm. in America, you've got bears and wolves and cougars, that sort of thing. And thirdly, human activity, people killing them for fun or, or food sometimes. Um, but the, these, um, these particular mutilations seem to have, um, aspects of them, which, which, which can't be explained. Uh, which well, are certainly very, not easily. Not not easily mm. explained. The lack of any kind of, um, I mean, we're, we're talking in some cases of quite large animals being destroyed, mm. full size, six hundred pound bulls, um, without any of the the surrounding bushes or undergrowth being disturbed, without any kind of signs of a struggle or, or damage to the animal's limbs, um, and then and then apparently mutilated in quite a quite a clinical way um yes. some of the um some of the pictures i've seen um they, they seem to have been completely skinned everything removed that so that from from the shoulders up there's just a skeleton um or sometimes it's just eyeballs jaws tongues removed often the genitals and anus removed yeah and again quite quite surgically so Yes, it's a it's a difficult thing to. You've got clean to, surgical lines. Um, you've got the the lack of blood. So um, quite often, a lot of these cases, although the animal might be found with these gaping wounds, the wounds have actually been cauterized. Mm. Now, if you can show me a predator, you know, mm. <laughs> a cougar or bear or something that that goes around cauterizing wounds i'd like to see that um but there are cases quite a few cases as well where the animals have been completely drained of blood yes and um well they they all seem to have been completely drained of blood and with no sign of venal collapse which is a normal which normally happens if you drain an animal's blood the veins collapse um because there's nothing to support them No, but um, for some reason, this this hasn't this hasn't happened. So there was a case. Where's the ones that that uh, I came across? There was a particular a particular case relating to a a, a horse called Lady. Um, out in out oh, in yes, out that's in, quite a famous case that one. Out in 1967. Um, September the 9th, um, Agnes King and her son Harry found the dead body of their three-year-old horse, Lady. Um, the, the head and neck had been skinned and defleshed. The body displayed cuts that looked very precise, no blood at the scene, and a strong medicinal odour in the air. Um, uh, there was no evidence to support the assertion that the horse's death was associated in any way to abnormal causes. Um, the the county sheriff told them the death was probably due to a lightning strike, although he never bothered to visit the site. And early press coverage of the case misnamed Lady as Snippy. Snippy apparently being the horse who had um, sired Lady and belonged to 
belonged to um, some the husband. It's interesting uh, you mentioned about lightning strike being um, a potential cause because in many cases, I don't think it was the case with Lady, um, and I'm working off mm. memory now, uh, so I might be wrong, but um, but certainly in a lot of cases, you do get charred outlines around the bodies of the animals in the mm. ground itself, uh, which is quite weird. But... but What's particularly weird is when you combine that with the fact that quite often there are no tracks. There's no footprints, tire prints. Sometimes for like a good, you know, 10, mm. 20, 30 metres around the animal. Uh, including the tracks that the animal would have made. Like exactly. Someone, but then I'm thinking, well, someone, has someone just swept up the tracks? Has someone just gone round with a, a broom and done a very careful job of removing any tracks. Why, why aren't the animals' tracks there? Someone, someone suggested that um, with these animals they should look for an indentation in the ground beneath them because they're saying that if they're being picked up by alien spacecraft, the aliens do what they do with them in their craft and then just drop them from a great height. But I would think if you dropped an animal from a great height onto solid ground, it wouldn't just leave a dent in the ground. The, the animal would just be splattered at, in all directions, yes, with, with a much less mysterious. Well, the the death would be quite, well; it'd still be a mysterious death. But um, uh, well, not. yeah, but it'd be <laughs> it'd be a different mystery. Yes. Mm. I mean, in in the case of Lady, um, two students from Alamosa State College confessed to sneaking out into the pasture and shooting the horse several weeks after the case was publicised. But again. That could just be muddying the waters. Well, that's how, that's how, and, and you know, again, I'll, I'll refer to a, a famous thing with um, with crop circles. Mm. That sounds like Doug and Dave, you know, who claim to have done all the crop circles yeah. just for a bit of fame and notoriety when they clearly yeah. haven't. Um, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, there was no, there was no bullet wound with lady there was no bullet <laughs> which you would expect mm. so yeah that's but it's it's weird I, I no, I'm going to go off on a, a slight tangent here but I find it really bizarre when you get these genuine mysteries like this mm. and people just come forward and say oh yes I did it i got to wonder all right, are they just doing it for fame for their moment, mm. you know, their, their Andy Warhol 15 minutes of fame kind of thing? Or are they doing it, I wonder, because they've been paid to do it or threatened to do it so that the government can just say, oh, look, here's a rational explanation? No, I think it is a thing. There are people who just confess to things. Um, whenever there's a serial killer going around, there will be people. The police have to deal with people false. They have to. The police have to deliberately withhold details of the case um, that only the the real perpetrator would know about, um, so that they can screen out these these false confessions. Really, people feel need to. I mean, uh, I don't know if you're old enough to remember the case of the Yorkshire Ripper. Oh and, yes, uh, and the police. Peter Sutcliffe. Peter Sutcliffe, but um, the police also received a, a confession from 
a, a chap with a, a Newcastle accent who he was basically taunting the police, confessing to the crimes and taunting the police and saying, ha ha, you'll never catch me. And um, it um, it hampered the investigation because the police assumed it was genuine um, and it, it took them right off track for quite a long time. So when they eventually caught Sutcliffe, um, their, their next investigation said, well, now we want to catch this other guy because quite plainly it wasn't Sutcliffe <laughs> yeah. who sent us that. But yeah, it, it seems to be a common thing with anything bizarre or or horrible people want to confess to it well they never did catch us like yeah they, anyway did, did, they never, did they never catch I'm him they call him Geordie I've, John I've no, I have no I think idea that Geordie um, John I think his name was Geordie yeah. John that's, that's yeah. not very original no. but I mean these <laughs> mutilations weren't restricted to just animals there was one involving a human being Oh, the Levette Cunningham case. The, the Jonathan Master Sergeant Jonathan P. Levette, back in 1956, yeah. uh, Air Force Sergeant. I'm glad you found that one. Yeah, well, well. Because that's sorry. Yeah, he that, was. That's that, there's there's two really interesting points. One is the actual case itself, mm. but also um, it plays heavily into Project Grudge and and basically the cover up that that actually was it's like a smoking gun in a way um, mm. now for those listeners who are not familiar with Project Grudge uh, Project Grudge was the predecessor to Project Blue Book which is much more famous and was the government's report in an investigation into the UFO phenomenon um, mm. kind of like the, your real life X-Files yeah um, but Project Grudge was kept was before Project Blue Book and was, I suppose, just an earlier equivalent. Um, and there were a number of reports in it. Now, the uh, Levette Cunningham case was Report 13. Now, since all this time, I mean, like you say, this was back in the 50s, mm. um, and things become declassified after a period of time, and cases 1 to 12 have become public knowledge and cases 14 onwards have become public knowledge but they've never released public 30 uh, case 13 they've never they've, <laughs> the government's always said there is no case 13 mm. well I'm sorry you don't <laughs> you don't just skip a number because you feel like it. I mean alright superstition fair enough but here's the thing you're doing a you're doing a formal government investigation into unexplained phenomena. Are you going to allow superstition to inform? Mm. <laughs> that would be a bit, yeah. I don't know, a bit wrong. So, so yeah, the fact that they've never released this, but, you, but you've had Cunningham's um, reports, haven't you? Is um, yeah, I'm, just for the benefit of our listeners, what the, the Cunningham case was about, there was a, an Air Force Sergeant, Jonathan P. Lovett, who was assisting Major William Cunningham in the White Sands Missile, missile Testing Grounds near Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico. This was in March 1956. Now, they were out searching for scattered debris from a recent rocket test, um, and they, they'd split up. I think they were on opposite sides of a sand dune. Cunningham was shocked when he heard a loud scream and he thought that Lovette had been bitten by a snake, so he hurried round to the other side of the dune. Um, but instead of finding his sergeant nursing a snake bite, what he found 
was Lavette um, being dragged by a long, as it described, a long serpentine arm wrapped around his legs, which was connected to a silver disc hovering in the air 15 to 20 feet away. And this thing dragged Lavette into the disc and then the, the thing flew away. Um, Cunningham just, you know, <laughs> he was a bit taken aback, as I suppose anyone, any of us would have done. Be terrified. Um, can, well, you, yeah. can you imagine? I mean, just to pause the story just there for a moment. Imagine that situation. You're there, there's the two of you mm. out on manoeuvres or whatever they were doing. Um, I mean, imagine it's you and me out out there. I go round this corner, you hear me scream, and then you, you run round, and I'm being dragged away by a metallic serpentine yeah. tentacle that's just come out and yeah, grabbed in, you. Yeah. Into a flying saucer. Yeah, so, so something definitely happened to Levesque because his body was found... Three days later, um, from all indications, the body had been exposed to the elements for 24 to 48 hours. So that leaves at least one day when it wasn't exposed to the elements. That that There's a a missing day there. Um, It was severely mutilated. Um, His tongue had been cut from the lower portion of the jaw. His eyes gouged out and his anus removed. There seems to be a thing about anuses. They'd... They'd removed his his anus. It's a common thing. That and sexual organs um, is a very common theme. Yeah, absolutely. It, it seems to be. As as for Cunningham, um, he went back to the the base and well stumbled towards his jeep, radioed for assistance. Cunningham was confined to the base hospital for observation and treatment after retelling what he believed he had witnessed. Now I think um, another CIA project that this this touches on is the MK Ultra mind control project. Um, the Americans had been very shocked by the behaviour of prisoners of war in Korean prison camps during the K- Korean War, mm. 1950 to 53. How discipline had completely broken down uh, compared to troops that had been captured from other nations. It was a, a United Nations war, so there were French, British, Turkish prisoners. But particularly the Americans, seem to have completely broken down in captivity. And this whole thing about um, mind control, and this this is when brainwashing entered the lexicon. And so the CIA became very interested in mind control, and they picked up on a a Nazi project. I don't know if it was part of Operation Paperclip after the war, but um, Mm. the Nazis had been experimenting with hallucinogens on prisoners in the Dachau prison camp, um, to basically break them down, um, they, they they had all sorts of ideas for mind control that they could basically um, certainly ex- get get foreign agents to expose themselves, get people to divulge information they other, otherwise wouldn't um, divulge. Also, um, um, to I'm trying to think of the the. They, they were doing all sorts of experiments with basically with LSD, psilocybin, mescaline, that, that sort of thing, yeah. from about 1953, 1954 onwards, including um, administering it to, to civilians and military, obviously military yes. and one they control, without their knowledge and then observing them. So the fact that Cunningham saw something quite so bizarre, is it possible that he could have been, he could have been under the influence of a psycho... A, a psychedelic drug, which often, you know, a, something stressful can trigger um, a flashback that, you know, throw you into... certainly can. Do you know, 
I could accept that if this was an isolated case. Hmm. Um, but we're not talking about. First thing, we're not talking about the guy just like thinking he's seen something and there's no evidence to back it up. The mm. other guy disappeared and then was found three days later. Yeah, ten miles away. Specific surgical procedures that have been done on him that mirror the the exact cattle mutilations that we're talking about that, mm. that are happening globally. You know, I mean, we, we, we've we mentioned a lot of cases in America, um, and certainly that seems to be where it happens a lot, but it happens all over, I mean, it happens here in the UK. Um, there were some cases, it, it's, it's one of those interesting, it's not been happening quite so much, or certainly we've not been hearing about it quite so mm. much in recent years, but um, in 2011, there was a case in Wales where it happened to a lot of cattle, um, virtually overnight mm. so it so I don't know if, if it was just from his imagination how come it mirrors these, these cattle mutilations so closely um, I, I'm just thinking of what he thought he saw this, this tentacle dragging his sergeant into a hovering disc whether it was he did actually see that or whether he was hallucinating certainly something did cart him off um, but how much how much Cunningham's testimony can be trusted okay that would be a hell of a coincidence though wouldn't it um it it would I mean we know that the CIA have been up to all kinds of oh, kinds yeah, of weird not... stuff with people so <laughs> and, and definitely with mind control as mm. you say I mean it, it's it's basically it's common knowledge that they do that sort of thing, and I'm not not disputing that for a moment. I just mm. I find that I, f- I would find that to be an incredible coincidence that you know he happened to imagine or hallucinate a particular thing happening that that years decades later happens to associate with what happened to his mate. You know. I don't know, that just all seems a bit... Uh, I mean, I'm I'm good at making leaps yes. <laughs> with my imagination, uh, mm. which is probably why I sit very firmly on the I believe fence. Um, but even that, I don't know, that just seems a bit hard to to quantify that, that level of coincidence. Yeah... But certainly, yeah. I mean, more terrestrial reasons have, have tried to be given. Like you said, you know, lightning strikes have been explained. Predators, that you know, they've tried to explain these things as, you know, things like the eyes uh, being removed as quite a thing. Oh, yeah, well, mm. that's carrying. Well, no, they're removed with such surgical precision that carrying wouldn't do. Mm. Um you know, tongues being separated from the lower jaw, but not actually being removed. Um, what predator does that? Or remove the digestive organs, which um, you know, most predators will avoid those. I've seen a cat eat a mouse, and at the end there was nothing left but the digestive organs, because the cat knows yeah. they're full of 
they're full of stuff you don't really want to eat. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, there, there was one case uh, of a, a cow, and you know, get you looking. I, th- I think you mentioned a um, six hundred pound bull. That that would be quite a small bull because um, most mm. cows run at about fifteen hundred pounds, mm. don't they? Um, so, yeah. So you imagine a fifteen hundred pound. That, that's what's that? Half a ton. That's a big animal, isn't it? That's it, it's a big, heavy animal. Uh, I wouldn't like to lift one, that's for sure. Um, but there was a case of one being found, sort of on its back, like legs in the air, cartoon style almost on its back. Mm. Um, the chest cavity had been it, it had various things done to it. I think again, the anus had been removed and and things like that, and the udders had been removed. But but its chest cavity was open. The heart had been exposed but it was still in place and it was like I think it had been removed but it was still attached okay well mm. you can't explain that for a predator if they're going to go for something like, yeah they're going to rip it out and you know chow down mm. but and, and there will be blood all over the place there would be blood all over the place. I mean, they, yeah, mm. they're trying to explain that as, oh, well, you know, insects come along and and feast on the blood. Well, I'm sorry, a 1,500-pound cow's got a lot of blood in its system. Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and a lot of it will just dry and leave a blood stain. You know, if you talk about the yeah. desert, under the desert sun. Well, you'd, get, you'd soak into the ground, you'd be able to take soil samples and there it'd be. Mm. Yeah, it wouldn't be difficult. This is definitely a a weird phenomenon. Um, mm. And of course there are cases of UFO sightings in and around the times that, that cattle mutilations happen. Um, not in every case, obviously, but because mm. most cattle mutilations, they just find it the following day or you know even a few days later in some cases but uh, but no there's quite a few uh, reports of people witnessing UFO activity even calling it in and then the following day discovering that the cattle's been mutilated hmm which which i find again that's that's too much of a coincidence to just be a coincidence Mm. Uh, in my book, um, but now we talked about when, when we talked about predators. Though we've talked about you know animals, bears, cougars, whatever else you get, wolves. Mm. I don't know. Um, I, I was rubbish at biology as a kid, so I don't know animals. Mm. Um, but of course, the the number one predator we we haven't really gone into detail is the possibility of people doing it. Um, mm. Now you mentioned earlier that that uh, satanic cults have been blamed for a lot of these things, and whilst I think yes, I can see that happening if we're talking about a small number of cases, but we're talking about yeah. so many cases in so many countries, going back so long. Mm. I don't know. There's got to be something more. Um, but the other big cult thing that I've heard as a theory is that it's the government themselves and they've been doing it as a way of tracking, you know, um, BSE or things like that. And but that, I think but they'd cover it up and make it look more natural if they were going to do that. 
You would think, wouldn't you? But but there were lots of things that just couldn't be explained. I mean, there was there was um in the case of is this the case of late? No, this is a case of cattle. Um, the animal's heart as well as bone and muscle samples were sent to the Los Alamos Scientific Laboratory for microscopic and bacteriological studies. Samples from the animal's liver were sent to two separate private laboratories. Um, Now, samples from the animal's liver were found to be completely devoid of copper and to contain four times the normal amount of zinc, potassium and phosphorus. And the scientists were unable to explain these anomalies. Mm. Um, Blood samples taken at the scene were reported to be light pink in colour and did not clot after several days, while the animal's hide was found to be unusually brittle for a fresh death. Animal was estimated to have been dead for five hours, and the flesh underneath was found to be discoloured. It's all sorts of weird things. Um, None of the laboratories were able to report any firm conclusions on the cause of blood or tissue damage. At the time, it was suggested that a burst of radiation may have been used to kill the the animal, blowing apart its red blood cells in the process. The hypothesis was later discarded as subsequent reports from the Los Alamos Scientific Laboratory later confirmed the presence of anticoagulants in samples taken from cows mutilated in the region. So, all sorts of weird anomalies as to the state of these creatures. Things that just don't, don't add up. It's an interesting one, isn't it? It is. It's a, it's a weird one. And I mean, I know of, you know the, the things like the goat ripping that um, that have been associated with sat- satanic groups or, hmm. or whatever. I mean, I suppose in 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 days gone by, you know, especially as these things were being reported at the time of James the First, it was probably put down to witches or evil spirits. Undoubtedly. Or, um, I, I suppose. Um, yeah, they they would have they would have ascribed it a supernatural cause. Well, I suppose the supernatural phenomena of the of the modern era are the UFOs. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, you look at um, you know legends like Chupacabra mm. um, that could easily be blamed, for, and and the loss of blood as well. You know, we we look at our own sort of mythological history, and we look at vampires and things like mm. that. Um, and yeah, it's very easy to see. It's very easy to see, in fact, where our mythological history could actually have stemmed from. Um, but mm. now we keep a more open scientific mind. Science is the new religion. Um, so UFOs become the new supernatural. Aliens become the new supernatural. Absolutely. Yeah, they're the, they're the modern day fairies or vampires. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that was a... Yeah. It's... it's there's something going on, um, but in all my in in my research for this episode, mm. um, I have found it very interesting that the cases seem to have dropped off over the last few years. They they did they they seem to peak in the sixties and seventies, and uh, but they were still going on fairly recently, weren't they? Well, sort of ten years ago is is when they started to drop off. It hmm. seems, um, but 
I'm intrigued by that. And what would cause a drop off in these things? So you know, again, if if you're looking at oh, it's natural predators or something like that, it wouldn't just suddenly drop off. Hmm. Not unless you've got a massive ecological um, shift. You know, if, if like I know, well, the bears died out, then that might explain it. But mm. um. But no, there's seemingly no... Exp- the, the, the fact it's dropping off is as much a mystery as the fact it happened in the first place. Um, and it's, it's... To me, that suggests an intelligent... An intelligent um, agency that, um, you know, like us, someone's someone's got a budget for doing a certain kind of research. And, <laughs> and maybe you know, his masters are, are no longer interested in the aspects of animal anuses or, or whatever. That, or, or maybe they've just learnt everything there is to learn. You know, mm. everything they wanted to learn. Maybe. I don't know. But... But the fact that the, the reports go back to the you know 1600s, I don't know. It seems weird that it would stop now. I, I so I have this this okay. This is a little bit far out, but I have this theory that we are building up to something and something quite imminent. Um, mm. When you look at the UFO sightings that have increased over the last few years, you've got things like this that have. You know, it, it's changed. Something is changing, and I feel we're we're building. I th- I think honestly, we're building up to some sort of revelation, um, where, you know, it's we're going to get a landing on the White House lawn or something <laughs> like that. You know, so. yeah, know. And, and certainly the the fact they've been carried out over a prolonged length of time or sporadically in periods. Well, if if these are being carried out by interdimensional beings then they, they would just appear at different... Time isn't linear. I mean, we, 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 kind of, mm. we kind of understand time differently now. It's not all things happening consecutively. So um, mm. because something to us was recorded 400 years ago, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that for creatures in another dimension that was 400 years ago. They just pop in in different times and and what have you. So... I can understand, yeah, it, it didn't take them 400 years to learn all they need to know about the anuses of cattle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it, I mean, it is. I it's just certain a, there's more to it than that. Yeah, but, you know, we, because we experienced it as a 400-year period doesn't necessarily mean that they did because mm. they're working to a different dimension. Yeah. It's very insightful. Hmm. So, um... To summarise cattle mutilations then, um, so I, I sit very firmly on the that there's an intelligence behind it and it's a non-human intelligence. Uh, to me, there are so many mysteries that, that cannot be explained behind it that, that very simply, if it was people doing... I, I, think, I think it's very easy to rule out animal, other animals mm. doing it. Um... I think if it was people doing it, I think it would. There'd be far more signs. There'd be far more evidence. People would actually be getting caught uh, doing it. So I think there's an intelligence behind it. I don't think it's a human intelligence, and mm. you know that. To my mind, we're talking aliens um, or ex- or non-human um, 
entities. Anyway, mm. uh, uh, I'm, I'm hesitant with the word aliens. Otherworldly. Um, uh, 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 I'm thinking of it if it if it is humans, then it'll be humans who are part of a, a closed group, like the CIA or other in, intelligence agency. If it was just something that was a, a bit of a movement, a bit of a club, and people were doing it all over, that it just kind of caught on as a trend. Um, people would be talking about it. It would have leaked out on social media. They, they'd, they'd have a Facebook group they, they, they would, mm. where they would share yes. this stuff. I mean, even if it was on the dark web, they would still be sharing this stuff and it would be there to be... Yeah. It would be there to be found. So, yes, it's it's very... I mean, obviously I'm inclined to look for... Uh, I suppose reasons that I can relate to before. Mm-hmm. But uh, there seems to be no rhyme or reason to this. It's just very, very... Very, very strange. Is this it? Is this the moment that we convert you and you become a believer? Um, well, I'm, I wouldn't say I was entirely a, a, a disbeliever. I mean, it's a big universe out there and, and and I'm sure we aren't the only life forms in the universe because I think that's as bizarre a, a, a tenet to, to stick to oh, as, other, as, as to suggest that we're, we're regularly being visited or... or have permanent um, have a permanent present here presence here that people mm. that, that people from other dimensional planet have infiltrated us they're, they're probably ruling us that's why that's probably why our governments are making such bizarre decisions these <laughs> days that seem to intent on destroying yeah. us <laughs> so yeah it, it's it's very mysterious and there's there's so many aspects of it that I just can't I, I, I can't say how that, that could have happened. Mm. So Obviously, I'm only seeing this. What do you think? Hmm? Sorry, go on. Um, it, it, it seems it's being done by something intelligent, the, the fact that this has happened. The, particularly the Air Force sergeant being being dragged off into a, into a flying saucer, but... Uh, it's it's so it's so strange. It's definitely being done by something that we we just don't don't know about. Um, even even people who are adamant that it's being done by some humans. I mean, the the owners of Sylvie's Valley Ranch are willing to pay a twenty five thousand dollar reward for any tip that leads to an arrest and conviction. They're still thinking along those lines. So. Um, yeah, so obviously we were going to go on, on, on second-hand evidence, but it does really sound like something supernatural or extraterrestrial, yeah. Otherworldly. Otherworldly, That's something otherworldly, yeah. Otherworldly. Yeah. Wow. So there you have it, listeners. What do you think? Do you think there's a terrestrial explanation that we're missing out on, or is this the smoking gun? that proves the existence of otherworldly beings do let us know in the usual means Facebook, Twitter um, or you can always um, drop us an email or send us a psychic message if you're so inclined um, don't forget to join us next time when we will be discussing and you'll like this one Neil uh, with your, your military background we'll be discussing the food fighters of World War 2 looking forward to that 
Absolutely. So, uh, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Until next time, take care. Stay safe. Keep watching those skies. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Aliens Explored is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit AliensExplored.com. 